Hello and welcome to The Works. I'm Ben Shea. And I'm Ben Peltier. In this week's show, stainless steel, oil paint, and even rock come together, sometimes in harmony, sometimes in contradiction, in the paintings and sculptures of Chinese artist Gao Weigang. In our studio, a classical trio named after the Impressionist painter Berthe Morisot will be bringing us the music of Asta Piazzolla. But before all that, artist Xiao Qin is 80 years old this year, and to celebrate that milestone, the Dessart Gallery is showcasing 18 of his works created between 1955 and 2004. Xiao was born in Shanghai but moved to live with his uncle in Taiwan at 14. His mother and his father had both previously passed away. There, he eventually became part of the Ton Fan Art Group, a group commonly called the Eight Bandits or the Eight Great Outlaws, due to their resistance to the authorities' attempts to clamp down on any art that was avant-garde. Na For Xiao Qin, drawn at different times of his life to both Taoism and Buddhism, art is a way to explore the meaning of life, including birth and death. His father, Xiao Yumei, was a music educator and composer who founded China's first specialized higher education institute for music, the National College of Music. Xiao Qin says he too considered becoming a pianist, but his father died when he was five and it wasn't a dream he pursued. He turned to painting after his cousin gave him a box of crayons that opened a door to visual art. He's led a fairly nomadic life, living at different times in Barcelona, Milan, Paris, London, New York, Louisiana, Mexico, and elsewhere, before returning to Taiwan to live after 40 years. He says he sees his life as a series of different stages. A major transition in his outlook and in his work came with the death in an accident of his daughter from his first marriage to Italian artist Pia Pizzo. He became drawn to the Taoist philosophy of rebirth. Hollemanshangtonle, Xiaoqin lived in many different parts of the world, but he wanted to take his explorations and sense of discovery even further. In 1977, while he was living in Milan, the European Space Agency was recruiting astronauts. He applied. He says he met every criteria but one. He didn't have a science degree. Xiao 
，我我我就是觉得很可惜。我说你们应该找一个艺术家上去，把宇宙的美能够传达。他说，老兄不合适这个条件。<笑>我是在画里面做这个探索，因此我觉得我的画是非常 limited， 很贫乏，因为没有能够得到多度空间的发展，只是二度空间。His restless sense of inquiry has led to him founding several art movements. As one of the so-called Eight Bandits, he helped to found the first Chinese abstract art movement, the Tonfan Art Group in Taiwan, also known as the Orient Movement. In Europe, with a number of fellow artists from all over the world, he, at different times, founded the Punto Art Movement, the Surya Movement, and the Shakti Movement. In 1978, he was invited back to Taiwan briefly to take part in the National Reconstruction Council. He was the only participant from an art background. Xiao returned to Taiwan to live in 1996 with his wife, the Austrian soprano Monica Unterberger. Since returning, he has continued to paint, to teach, and to encourage artistic exchange between the West and Taiwan. For a thousand years, the feet of many Chinese women, from prostitutes to others, from or aspiring to the upper classes, were bound, and the practice, even though some objected to it since the 19th century, was a long time dying. An ever-decreasing number of the women who had their feet thus bound are still alive, and photographer Joe Farrell has spent the last eight years traveling in China to photograph and talk to them. Well, I'm a photographer, and I tell stories through photographs, and that's always been my passion, that actually photographing um, the details of life and how it's disappearing is what really interests me. And I asked around, I asked whether people knew of anybody that was still alive with foot binding, because the first time I heard about foot binding was reading a book in 1995. And I thought that this was such an old tradition that there would probably be no one left of alive. The more I asked around, the more people told me there was nobody left. And one day, a driver overheard the conversation uh, in Shanghai and said that his grandmother had bound feet. And I went to her village, Zhang Yongying, and she was the first woman in my project. The Chinese custom of foot binding to create what were known as lotus feet is believed to date back to the 10th century. There are several theories about how it came about. 
One is that it began as a way for court dancers like the legendary concubine Yao Niang to gain favor from the emperor. Inevitably, small feet became identified with status, and they were soon considered a form of beauty and an advantage even for poorer women who wanted to marry well. An unbound foot showed you probably had to work for a living. It was a painful process, but a woman who refused it could dishonor the family. Both the Empress Dowager and later the government of the Republic of China tried to stop the practice, but it persisted into the 1930s. The Communist Party also banned it in 1949. Nevertheless, some women in remote villages continued it in secret. In 2007, British photographer Joe Farrell moved to Hong Kong, using it as a base from which to document the decreasing number of women with bound feet still alive. She has spent the past nine years in mainland China searching for them for her black and white photography project, Living History: Bound Feet Women of China. Three of the 50 women she photographed have since died. I, like everybody, had preconceptions about what foot binding was or what a, a foot. A bound foot would look like. I was surprised that、um, the first woman I met, Zhang Yongying, when I photographed her feet and I、uh, held her foot in my hand, her foot was so soft and it was so beautifully formed that I realized how much effort she had gone into to attain this beauty that was considered the beauty at, of their time. Of their generation, it was a very harsh tradition, and that, in some ways, we we all try to achieve this the impossible, the ascetic beauty, the want to be desired, we want to be loved. So whatever's in fashion, and that can be very hard because there, they it was a very cruel tradition in a lot of ways. It's important to tell their stories because they're amazing women. But they also lived through the Cultural Revolution and the Great Famine, and had you know multiple children.、Uh, in some cases, they had up to like nine children. And it ha has been slightly difficult to.、Um, Not necessarily to persuade the old ladies, but persuade the family, the children of、uh, the old ladies. So the adult children—they're the ones who are more concerned about this not reflecting well on China. That this is such an old tradition that they, you know, think that it、um, should not be viewed. For his first solo Hong Kong exhibition, "Struggler" at Gallery Peratin, Gao Weigang has created paintings and sculptures that bring together oil paint, stainless steel, and even rocks. Among the works on show are some that, from a distance, look like constellations of stars. But then you look a little closer.
pianist Evelyn Chang and violinist Yuna Kim may be very familiar to regular viewers of the works who may have seen them in our studio before. This time, they're here in the company of cellist Ju Mu in Trio Morizot, named after the impressionist painter Beth Morizot. They're now talking to Ben Pelletier. Well, we're here with Ju Mu, Yuna Kim, and Evelyn Chang. Welcome to the show. Hi, Ben. Hi. Hello. So we, you're here as a trio, the Morisot Trio. What can you tell me about the name? It's a, it's a painter, right? Yes, our name is uh, inspired by the French Impressionist painter, Berta Morisot. And we chose the name because chamber music for us is like, uh, it's like an everyday norm, you know. And um, uh, the painter Morisot, she focused mo most of her paintings on the domestic, um, uh, domestic uh, life, lifestyle, and based on her everyday life experience. And uh, you've been together for how long, approximately? Since last <coughs> year, last year, um, when Almost was our college? Yeah, one year ago. Almost one year. Right. And so what are some of the highlights of the group? What, what are some of the interesting projects you've managed to put together so far? Well, maybe commission, commission project for we the future. We have some commission projects in plan. But what we did before was uh, we had a few uh, private concerts, and we did a our debut concert with the Hong Kong Chamber Music Society. Uh, that was uh, end of last year. And where do you plan to take the group? What are some future projects you have in mind? Uh, we have a concert um, in, at Lingnan University. And before the concert, we have a workshop to, which will be introduced about chamber music, piano trio, and then our musician's life, but like that. And then in November, we have also concert in at Helena May. Yes. The club, yes. Yes. Right. It's like a salon concert. <laughs> so if uh, if folks want to come along and find out more about the group, how can they do that? Oh, we have a website. It's um, a, a trio. How, how is it? This is trio hyphen morisot.com. Excellent. Uh, what sort of repertoire have you focused on? There's obviously a, a good body of, of repertoire for this combination of instruments. H have you been more experimental, or have you stuck to the classic standards? I mean, we, we always like the typical, mm -hmm. the, the classics. I mean, there's so much to explore. But one of our wish is also to include the new music that is mm -hmm. written in, the, um, in, in Asia. And we would like to explore more new compositions. And you're also active as individual players as well. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> Mu has something uh, yeah, coming up. I have some uh, solo performance in Shanghai and Tianjin. And later, some master class in Guangxi province. Yeah, that sounds all very interesting. <laughs> um, any plans to record the group yet? In the future, in the future, because actually we are now uh, collecting works from uh, different composers and commission works based on their um, feelings and inspiration from Morisot's paintings. Well, it's all terribly exciting, and I understand you've prepared something to play for us here in the studio. What is it? So we will play uh, the spring from the Piazzolla's Four Seasons. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. 